Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today, we are looking back on all of season one of Ozark, ranking the episodes from number 10 to number one, each of us individually. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, big fan of Ozark, have seen it all the way through the end of season three, which is as far as it has gone so far. I'm here with one of my former students, Kurt. Kurt, hi, how you doing? Hi, nice, nice to meet you. Likewise. Well, no. Okay. Kurt has also seen all of Ozark through the end of season three and is also a big fan. I have only seen uh, all of these episodes twice. This was my second watch through of all of them. Kurt has seen some of them twice, some of them three times. Season two and season three. I've seen uh, twice. Gotcha. So So most of these episodes you were watching for the second time, I believe. Yeah. Not Sugarwood. You've seen that several times. Yes, I have seen that premiere several times. I do okay. like the premiere for a premiere. Gotcha. So, folks, this since this is the first recap of a uh, season of Ozark that we've done, you may not know how we run this show, but on our ranking episodes, we each get two minutes to talk about each episode in order from worst to first. Two minutes is the cap. Once that two-minute mark hits, we will stop each other mid-sentence if we have to. Yeah, some of us are better at the, the whole timing thing than others <laughs> at me, but we'll have to see. Uh, yeah, because you stall at the end with like, and I'm just going to run out the clock. I'm done. Don't, don't blame the player. Blame the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm well, not the one that invented the rules, so I just simply abide by them. I am not going to be shy about ending early on any of these episodes of Ozark. Because okay. I don't, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I feel like these will be short. Some the, of these will be short. I, the last three, I can probably keep those straight. Everything prior to that, it all blends together as far as I'm concerned. It does definitely blend together. So anyway, I should say all well, the first one is very different too. So, so episodes one, eight, nine, and 10, I can keep them separate. I have a very hard time keeping the rest of them separated. So we'll see how this goes. But we need to determine who goes first. Do you have a coin or do you want me to do this? You always have the coins. Yeah, you. I don't don't think change. Yeah, I actually don't have a coin right now, but I do have. I can flip my phone. What's that? I just flip my phone. Don't flip your phone. I'll flip my phone. No problem. Don't flip your phone. It's fine. These are a dime a dozen, Mr. Sal. Dime a dozen. You can get a dozen phones for 10 cents. That's pretty amazing. I don't have a coin, but I do have a random list generator. So I will do that. Sound good? Sure. Why do you have a random list generator? Why don't you just Google like coin flipper? You just like look at I don't want to. Okay. Why do you have a random list generator ready? Did you randomize your list? No, (laughs) it's a a list of two things. Kurt and I mean, Mr. Sal. (laughs) <laughs> okay whoops i have outed my first name okay here we go ready first yeah, will be me i am gonna go first so we will snake this in other words i will go through my number 10 for two minutes or less uh, and then kurt will do his t- number 10 and then we'll start on number nine but kurt gets to start number nine right kurt yes yes that, that, that's how it's done we'll, oh. is that it how similar are ratings? Probably. I'm curious. Holy cow. So similar. Uh, oh, rankings? Yeah, rankings. Not, not as similar as, uh, let's see. The ratings. Not as similar as I thought. 
Okay. Uh, we've got. They're pretty similar. Okay. Though. Okay. We'll there's, see, we'll there's see if you one, differentiate. There's one significant outlier. Yeah, you're wrong on one thing. I see. Yeah. That I have ranked way higher than you. Uh, I don't know. I think we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, go. I'm ready to go when you're ready to go. Well, are you ready to play the sound clip? You're ready. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. We're starting at number ten. Okay, go. My number ten episode of Ozark season one is episode eight, Kaleidoscope. This was an easy pick for me. Easily my least favorite episode of the season. And it's so sad to me that this is my least favorite episode of the season because it has so much potential to be maybe the best episode of the season. But there are two huge problems with it. The first problem is just the petty story. I just don't care about it. I, I don't know. I, all it does is distract me from the main story, and it's kind of infuriating. Um, the other problem is the, the timeline of it. They just jump all over, and you never know if this is the past or the present or the future. It, it's very difficult to follow. We tried to piece together the timeline of this thing, and it was almost impossible, especially with the petty story. But the stuff with Marty and Wendy and Dell is so good. I mean, it is spectacular. It, it almost necessary to understanding these characters. So I, I don't want to bash this too much. I still gave it an eight, but it has serious problems with timeline and the petty story. I think my favorite thing about this episode is the scene with Marty and Wendy on the porch where uh, Marty's trying to console her and Wendy tells the story about how she used to break into houses as a kid. Love that scene. And I'm going to yield my time. Okay, that's a minute 25. Good work. That's fine. Good work. <laughs> that's fine. I'm kind yeah. of aiming for a minute 30 here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, well, I'm, I'm good to go, Mr. Sal. I'm ready. Okay, you may start in three, two, one, go. Okay, uh, my least favorite episode is also Kaleidoscope. Gave it an eight. It's uh, also the eighth episode in the season. Uh, same reason as Mr. Sal. I, I debated it not being my last, or it's just I mean the, the the biggest it is such a great episode, but the biggest flaw and really the like this this could have been a ten maybe even if it didn't have just such a terrible timeline of just you know so so out of sequence and you know putting the way it is. Anyways, there's not really much else to say because Mr. Sal kind of said everything. This reminds me of a time I had to give a book report on the uh, I, I did the I read the Maze Runner. Okay, so you need to like present in front of the class about your book and so on and so forth. So right before I went up to present, someone did the sequel to Maze Runner. I don't, I don't really remember what it's called, but in their presentation, they spoiled my book. They're like, oh, so Maze Runner ends like this, and then this book takes place like this. <laughs> and then I went up very next, and I went, I did the Maze Runner. <laughs> so that's what this is like. It kind of already explained my book for me. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the end for me. Okay, 107. Yeah, it's been more time. But I, I totally agree, though, that this uh, take the take the petty stuff out and rearrange the timeline, put it in chronological order. And I'd give this episode a 10. Even, even with the petty stuff. Like, I don't even mind the petty stuff that much in hindsight. Now, I'm uh, it would be a nine with the petty stuff. That's fine. there's a lot. There's a lot of petty. There is a lot of but, petty bomb, petty relationship. And uh, if you do either one of those things, if you either take petty out or make the timeline chronological i would give it a nine oh, if you do I, 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 yeah both of those things it might be my favorite episode of the season 
Could be definitely. Oh, and if there was some Cade in there. Oh my God! Yeah, if they if they substituted Petty with Cade or uh, Darlene and Jacob, uh, oh, mwah. <laughs> but amazing. No. But sadly, no. We live in a timeline where Kaleidoscope sadly is and uh, is the uh, the inferior episode. It it is. It's very very clearly, I think, the worst episode of the season. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, in any case, that was What number are we on to now? Number nine. Number nine. Number nine is pretty good. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm ready for. So I go first now, right? Yes, yeah, so you go All first right. for number nine. Ready? Yeah. Set. Go. My ninth-rated episode. I gave it an eight. Is my dripping sleep? It's uh, the third episode of the season. Now I know Mr. Sal will disagree, as he tends to do. Uh, the, the big. I guess the biggest reason why I gave this a three. So uh, I obviously I think the title calls back to the fact that Marty can't sleep. He hasn't been able to sleep. He's really stressing out about, you know, this whole having to launder type of thing. You know, he's trying to get this done. He's working. Uh, he just got the blue cat in the episode, last episode, or at least, you know, he's trying to work on that. Uh, but, yeah. So that, that whole situation is stressing him out and, you know, whatever have you. But that's, I mean, I'm trying to remember what else happens in the episode. I guess they they must start moving into their house because in the second episode, they're living in the motel still, right? So mm-hmm. third episode, if not, they're moving in. Wendy's, f- no, because she found it in the second episode. So, so yeah, they're moving into their episode or at least maybe they're discovering the house. Um, not much happened. The, the petty scenes aren't anything. I don't remember anything on those really. And there's not, <laughs> I can't think of anything super built on. Maybe it's the episode where Charlotte punches um. Wyatt, or maybe this is where yeah, this might be where he, he she punches Wyatt. I can't really remember that either. But there, I mean that's that's just there's not I can't remember what happens that much in this episode. But maybe this will be happening with other episodes. Uh, uh, but there you go. I, there's not there's not much that goes on. I feel like there you go. And I uh, that's it. I'm done. I'm done uh, ripping on my dripping sleep. One forty four. You're 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 missing a lot, and, and it's it's good stuff. You're, you're very wrong about my drifting sleep. Yeah, okay. But I, I'll get to that way later in the podcast. We'll see if we even remember. Far what too said. later. Far too late. No. I, I, actually, I, should, I should say at least I don't. Um, I, I'm making it sound like I hate the episode. Like, the, my explanation of it made it sound like I hated it more than, uh, than Kaleidoscope. Uh, it's still a good setup. But what they do show. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's better. Well, yeah, it's better. I enjoyed all these episodes. None of these I consider bad, bad episodes. But can I enjoy it? But just, just beats out Kaleidoscope. So, there you go. Okay. All right. I'm ready to do my number nine when you're ready. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number nine episode is episode one, Sugarwood, which I still gave a nine to. So when the second to from the bottom episode here still gets a nine you know this is a good season of television but and sugarwood is a very good episode the the only reason it's not ranked higher is because it's all marty all the time so we don't really get to know the other characters uh like we get to know them and because it's not set in the ozarks which oh my goodness i love that setting actually my bottom two episodes are the only two episodes in the season that aren't set in the ozarks which is pretty pretty telling, I think. I, I really love that setting. Uh, and without it, I think the season or the, the series is a, a lot less 
lustrous, if you will. Anyway, uh, Sugarwood is still a really good episode. I'd say the highlight of the episode to me is anything uh, going on between uh, Marty and Dell. So once Dell shows up and, and the, that scene where Marty's begging for his life and meanwhile Dell is liquefying dead bodies around him uh, is, is just incredible. Uh, it also has, I think, probably the funniest line in all of Ozark and, and one of the funniest slides that I've heard in television when Marty's trying to get his money out of the bank and he says to the people who are trying to give him a hard time about taking it if I want to put all seven million nine hundred and forty five thousand four hundred dollars into a hot tub get butt naked and play Scrooge McDuck that is 100% my business now where's my money so that line alone is is just spectacular but it's a great setup to a series that's going to be wonderful uh, it's, it's just missing a lot of what I love about the series. So anyway, that's all I have to say about Sugarwood. Oh, that was really good. Uh, 159. Oh, oh, oh. I, I kind of stopped it a bit later. So we'll say like 140, but 140, <laughs> you were off by 19 seconds. Yeah. Time, time goes pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Goes <laughs> really fast. But anyway, no, no. Good work. Good work on the 159. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I see your analysis of Sugarwood. So. It, I, it, look, it's a great episode. Sure. But sure. I'm sure, I'm just, sure just not as not as great as the others. That's all. Well, I, I have my opinion on pilots. But uh, anyway, so, uh, Sal, what, what number mm -hmm. are we on now? Number eight. Number eight. You you started off here, so are you ready to go? I am ready to go. By all means, then. Ready, set, go. My number eight episode of Ozark season one is episode two, Blue Cat, which I give a nine. So this episode is not ranked higher because uh, there is not enough, uh, I guess, not enough Langmore action. <laughs> Although we do get a great scene with the Langmores. No, I take that back. There's plenty of Langmore action in this episode. Yeah, I was uh, We get the great scene in the bathroom. Uh, the, the, this random bathroom on an island that we can't figure out uh, where Marty, where they're trying to shake Marty down for his $8 million. They, they've stolen, I think, $4 million of it. And, they, uh, and Marty kind of talks them into just giving it back to him. All except Ruth. Uh, and that's this is the start of something really special for Marty and Ruth, I think. At any rate, uh, it is a mystery to me how Charlotte knew where this bathroom place was, but you know, that's something I, ha I have to kind of overlook here. Uh, we've I, I love watching Wendy at work uh, at the same that montage where Wendy is looking for houses while Marty is looking for businesses to take over. And both of them are failing miserably and both of them are completely out of their element. Uh, that's really, really good stuff. Uh, there's, th this is where we first meet Buddy. We first meet Ruth. We first meet Wyatt. We first meet three. We first meet Russ and Boyd. So, uh, so much stuff is happening in this episode with these characters that we're first meeting. Uh, I think Petty, I don't think, oh, he was at the end of very end of episode one. So, uh, but we get this, uh, collage of characters that we didn't have in episode one, which which puts this ahead of that for me, but not as good as the stuff that comes later once we know these characters. So, all right, that's all I have to say. 
157. Whoa! Do you have a stopwatch by you? <laughs> I don't. No, I'm not. This is amazing. That's not. That's not. That's not a very cheaty way of saying. That's very amazing. Very lucky. Yes. Wow. <laughs> anyway, we'll see here. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, actually, I don't think I had two minutes on this one, but uh, I'm ready okay. to go. All right. So let me set my timer here. Ready? Set. Yeah. Go. Okay, my number eight is uh, Sugarwood, the very premiere pilot episode of Ozark. I gave it a nine out of ten, so my nine started at uh, the eighth-ranked episode, unlike Mr. Sal's ninth. But in any case, uh, I agree with what Mr. Sal said for the most part. Uh, I don't mind it's Marty-centric, so typically I don't like pilot episodes. This is a really good pilot episode. for po- I, I did quite, like, if I waited the fact that it's a pilot, again, like, for a pilot, I would give it a 10 compared to other pilots. But in terms of an episode, it's a 9. But it's, it's a great pilot to me. Uh, I understand the weakness of it's only Marty that we get to see. But I, I like that in the aspect of um, it makes it easier. Because we see all the characters relative to Marty. So we, we learn the characters kind of only relative to Marty, which is still true. It's all, you know, it's all about Marty this episode. But yeah, my, my biggest gripe with pilots sometimes is introducing too many characters too quickly. And you know, I don't really have enough time to really gauge or understand too much about the character. So uh, that part I like about this, because Ozark does pretty well, because in the next episode, um, Blue Cat introduces us a bit more to, you know, the family as a whole, and then even more characters in the Ozarks in general. Uh, downsides of the episode, I agree, set in the Ozarks. A lot of the, a lot of the, like, the world building they do, like I say, I, you know, they pack up and leave by the end of the episode, so there's not anything real station there the dell stuff super cool i love dell uh and it, it, there's definitely stuff here that obviously cascades throughout the entire season but you know there's callbacks to it like the you know um, sugar one obviously the title of the name right this isn't the end we hear of him in the season we hear about him later dell's not the end we hear of him bruce obviously is important so uh, you know there's big important overarching things that are introduced unsurprisingly in the pilot episode but yeah the setting the setting's probably uh the biggest one in that it's only Marty centric, but I don't think that's really bad. I'm just about to stop. Damn. Oh. <laughs> it's a it's a very good pilot. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Okay. okay. Anyway, so ooh, I'm not very good at counting, Mr. Sal. What number are we on? Number seven. Uh, I always forget about that number. Yes, yeah, seven. See, six and eight mm. sounds pretty good. Six, seven, eight. Mm. No. Seven's an oddball out there for me, but okay. Uh, yeah, I'm ready for number seven. Okay. Oh, that's right. It's your you're going first. Sorry. Yes, ready? Yes. Yes. Set. <laughs> go. So my uh, ranked seven episode is tonight. We improvised the fourth episode of Ozark. Also gave it a nine. Uh, and I guess so. The things I love about this is obviously um, this is all about Marty trying to get the lickety split uh, Bobby Dean's uh, strip club, and to, to do so, he kind of enlists the, the, the whole benefits of the episode. The reason you know it's great is you know he he enlists Root's help into basically first of all getting Bobby Dean arrested for having minors, and then also robbing him uh, to get the deed to his business because and, and th- this part's kind of you know I, I'm okay with it. it. You know we don't get involved in the plan. This is a, a bit of a minor gripe. We're not involved in Marty knowing that hey. He must have this document because there's no name to the business or something to that effect. So he knows there's a paper of ownership somewhere. But 
but but I love all that. I, lo- I love what he does to get the look at his split. But in in terms of that, I'm trying to think what else there is. Like the the petty storyline, I think uh, he's still just kind of undercover, and um, maybe he introduces introduces himself to Russ. I'm not quite sure on that. Uh, I forget the kid storyline. Uh, Jonah, this this might be um when they're worried about Jonah, and he's uh, studying the vultures. But I can't really think of um any big Langmore business uh all too much. Also though, this is also the um episode where we get the uh money laundering 101. That I love that scene as well. It's a great episode in general actually. So it's a great episode. Few downsides. Uh a bit Marty centric it feels like to me. It's probably one. And it's a bit later in that I shouldn't be so Marty centric. But that's about it. I end my time. 155. Good job. Okay. I, I would I would comment on what you just said, except that so, well, when, but you won't comment we, on what I said <laughs> right now. In fact, okay, well, we just sell. Ready, set, go. My number seven is also tonight. We improvise episode four. I also give this a nine. Uh, I I totally agree. The I think probably the best scene in the episode is the scene where Marty shakes down Bobby Dean in the jail and, and, and undercuts him on the price. Uh, he, he's going to buy the club for 200000 And then uh, after he lays out why he should sell, he says, yeah, actually, I'm going to make it 175 So uh, good stuff there. Love the Money Laundering 101. Uh, I think the, the one thing, I guess the, I don't think there's, I don't think this is necessarily short on Langmore stuff because Ruth does this whole thing uh, with the, the the strip club interview with Bobby Dean and then uh, stealing the safe, setting him up and getting arrested. And then simultaneously, Russ is uh, fly fishing with Petty in this episode and uh, clearly uncomfortable about Petty's homosexuality. Meanwhile, uh, the the other scene that I love in this episode that you didn't talk about at all is this is our introduction to Darlene and Jacob. So Darlene and Jacob get a visit from Bobby Dean at the end of the episode in which Darlene brings him a little bit more lemonade than he can handle. Uh, But not only that, Jacob tells this fable of the redneck and the hillbilly, which is the ultimate foreshadowing of what will happen by the end of the season, where uh, the the fact that Dell calls them rednecks gets Dell killed by them. So uh, it's a great episode. Just again, not as great as the ones that I haven't talked about yet. So good stuff. I'm all done. Okay, 149. Okay. Not bad. Uh, I, yeah, I forgot about that. It's just um, that great wood chopping scene when you see him <laughs> the first time. Yeah, wonderful. Very, very yes. important. Very the wood chopping. Very symbol yeah. worthy, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I see that, and I think this needs to be a symbol in some way, definitely. Almost like a <laughs> Actually, I don't know what letter. Almost like a letter like R or something. Whatever. K, I don't know. <laughs> whatever letter it, it decides to be. But yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I see what you're saying about the Langmores being more prevalent. Yeah. So yeah, that, that dips over. So Russ is fishing with him. Uh, Ruth wise, though, anything Ruth is just kind of based around Marty's plan, though. Something that, it doesn't feel too personal for Ruth. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Ruth going, uh, yeah, with the interview with Bobby Dean and then um, robbing Bobby Dean. Doesn't he put Ruth in charge of the club at the end of this, though? I think in charge of the strip club. I think that's in ruling days. Well, she's definitely in charge 
during ruling she, days. I think she. I think he says it in ruling days. That's, those are like the days. That's that when he makes. He makes her. He makes her permanent. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. In yeah. Days. You're actually so right. He, no, yeah. You are right. He puts yeah. her in charge for now. You are correct. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when he staples like, yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. thousand a week. Yeah. And that's the only reason why she betrays her family. Thousand a week. Can't beat that. <laughs> I mean, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I think we're done with number sevens now, right? Mm-hmm, that we are. Must be. Must be time for number six. And you're you're you're, you're up to bat here, Mister Sal. I am up to bat here. Is that is that the right lingo that they uh, say? Yep, sure, okay. we can say that. Okay, well, hopefully, don't steal first. That's not possible. Maybe not for you. Embarrass you too. Ba- okay. Baseball was here. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That that's how I know you're not very good at baseball. I don't know it very well because that's the ultimate play. You steal first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm ready to go when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, ready, set, go. My number six episode of Ozark season one is episode seven, Nest Box, which I gave a rating of nine to. This is uh, an interesting interesting episode. It's very hard to remember based on the title, although I, I do like the title more than I originally did. But what I love about this episode, my, my favorite bit of this episode is... Well, actually, I have two favorite bits of this episode. <laughs> First of all, this is uh, the the heartbreaking scene where Ruth visits her father in jail, telling him that Marty is not dead because Petty has had screwed up the the rigging and and Marty didn't get electrocuted. And Cade just belittles and berates her, and she gets back into the car and cries in front of Wendy and Charlotte, who have really become more like family to her than Cade ever was. Uh, so th- there's that. I love that scene. And I also love, I mean, adore the fight scene at the end of this between Marty and Wendy. It's just such a great fight. I keep, I, I, when I, when we originally pod- podcasted about this, I called it a breakup scene because that's what it felt like. They don't actually break up here, but it feels like a breakup scene and it is spectacular. Just so good with them. It's just exchanging blow after blow where one thinks they have the upper hand and then they just get beat down by the other one only to come back and beat down the original one. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's so good. Uh, it also, I guess as, as far as a knock on the episode, the only knock I would have on this episode is this is probably too much Mason <laughs> Mason being an idiot and, and going to the Snells and, and telling them he wants out of the business. Uh, that, that would be my only. Okay. Slow down there, Mr. Sal. Actually, speed up, I, I mean to say. Speed up. Mm. Not so much. Not so long, Mr. Sells. Keep it a bit, you know. Sub two minutes is what we're aiming for here. I don't know if you got the memo. It's kind of embarrassing that you went over your time, actually. You already went over your time once. Can't remember that. That's been a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for number six? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, actually... There's something I was going to say about your nest box that now I went off on my tangent of telling you for going over. Uh... Whatever, I can't remember it now. I'll, I'll I mean, talk about Nest Box at you'll, some point. You'll be, yeah, very, very, very soon, in fact. Uh, not right now, but very yeah. soon. You ready for your number six? I'm ready, yep. Ready, set, go. Uh, my number six is actually the second episode of Ozark, Blue Cat. Uh, I gave it a nine as well. Uh, this is Mr. Salas' number eight. So this this is, you know, we're, we're getting a bit different here compared to our, our biggest difference that we'll uh, 
become apparent pretty soon during Mr. Sal's turn, but Blue Cat is it's it's a great episode. It's it's like a it's very it's it's almost like another pilot, but still very different, right? Because it's the first time we it's the first time we see a lot of things. First time we see the Ozarks. First time we see actually no, I take that back. We do see the Ozarks at the end of the last episode, but it's the first time we really you know experience the Ozarks. Uh, you know, it's the first time we see the Langmores, and there's still so much conflict. Just the whole you know atmosphere of the Ozarks is just so great. Are we gonna go know to the family better? Uh, as Mr. Sal pointed out, you know, we see Wendy a lot more. This is, a lot more of Wendy, especially with her trying to buy houses and her struggles and, you know, her and Marty still fighting, you know, things are not good between them. You even get that thing more, you know, when Marty is kind of happy how um, Silverwood died in the last episode, just wow, you know, it's great, great to hear. And the great legendary Langmore bathroom scene, how, you know, yeah, Charlotte's away. Of course, Wyden 3 would tell her about the famous uh, Langmore bathroom off on the island of like it's where every it's where the Lingmores host their like family get togethers and whatnot in that bathroom. Why you might ask? Convenience, you know what I mean? Nice to be close to the bathroom. But no, it's a great scene. It introduces of course Ruth and really puts her in that uh in that um dubious light. You know, someone to not be trusted but obviously she ends up changing for the birth. You know, she wants to kill Marty at first, then she ends up saving Marty at the very end. But yeah, it's a great episode to follow. Uh, it's a great, it's a great episode. It's like it's like a pilot, but we kind of already got a pilot for the pilot. But I don't hate that, and it's I I, I like how it introduces all the characters. Time's up. Ah, wait, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Is me ending my timer right on time? Okay, that's, yeah, that's fine. I I can I can live with that. Sweet, okay, good. See, see, that's how you gracefully accept someone's explanation. You didn't explain anything though to me. I just <laughs> I just berated you for going over time. <laughs> Fair you enough. B-rate B when you had the chance. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's 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 more embarrassing than going over the time. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Some might say. Some um, might. Some could anyway, say. Anyway, that concludes number six. We are on to number five, and you're up again, Kurt. I'm ready. I'm ready. I've ready? stolen first. So... I might steal home. Let's go. Oh, okay. That that is possible, actually. That is possible. <laughs> Ready, set, go. So, uh, my fifth ranked episode is Death Box, the seventh episode of the season. Gave it also a nine out of ten. Uh, I mean, Michelle, pretty similar on this episode. Uh, I mean, so I agree with the Mason stuff. I, I don't care much for Mason. Whatever. I, I do think it's interesting. The whole, you know what Marty tries to do. I, I'm not saying, I don't think he does in this episode completely. Uh, maybe this is where, where Marty tries to kind of get Mason to turn on the Snells. That, that whole storyline's whatever. Actually, no, this is where the Snells tell Mason Marty's real truth, but whatever. Yeah, that's, I, that, 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 that is a negative for the episode overall. I'm with Mr. Sal and not too big into the Mason stuff. Uh, later in the season, it's not too bad. Uh, Charlotte's, this show? Yeah, because in this box, the title's interesting. I'm sure Sal thinks it is, uh, or at least his connection to it. That's good. Jonah looking at the vultures online is cool. Uh, but the big, you know, with them, the way, you know, Charlotte runs off and Ruth and Wendy going together and just seeing, this might be part of the turning point. I, I, I wonder where Ruth made the turning point into saving Marty. You know, where, where if you gave her the opportunity to kill Marty, she would have said no. Because obviously... In the book of Ruth, she tried to kill her, or tried to kill Marty, but 
the very next, you know, I, I, I'm just curious to when that line is. And you could make an argument it happens after this episode. Uh, after at the very end when uh, Kate just berates her. But, um, it's a great episode, and obviously Marty gets put into turmoil with having, I think he hands over, he pays the money over to the Snells uh, to uh, not kill Mason. I, I think he keeps building on the, the church. So, and even the petty stuff's starting to get a bit better now. Uh, I'm all I'm all for this episode. It's a good episode. Time's up. And- How could you go past two minutes twice in a row? What is wrong with you? That, I, we, not, I want the record to show that you said that I'm sorry, you're right. You're right. Twice in this episode so far. I, I haven't gone. We still have four more to go. Yeah, no, that was that was the second time. We are we have four episodes left to go. You have four episodes left to go. Second time implies I had a first time. There was a first time. Very confused, Mr. Sal, right now. I don't think I went over time once. Okay. (laughs) Gosh darn it. I'm I'm ready for my number five. (laughs) Okay. uh ready set go all right the time has come for my number five it has the time has come for me to defend my dripping sleep episode three of the se- of the season uh this this is higher than one might expect this was kurt's number nine so this is our biggest discrepancy by far but i think what kurt is forgetting about is that and may, maybe he just doesn't care but what I think you may be forgetting about is that this is the episode where Ruth gets in with Marty. This this is where she she shakes him down for a job. They make the deposit. He, Marty makes her make the deposit of the money so that they are indelibly tied together. And I love that knowing what's coming, knowing that how tied just exactly how tied together they are going to become in this season. I love seeing this develop. Uh, this is also the episode where, continuing on the Ruth uh, track here, this is the Bobcat episode. I love the Bobcats so much. How they didn't make the Bobcats a symbol at the beginning of this episode, I'll never know because they would have been a perfect symbol. But this is the, so they have stolen some of Marty's money, not a lot. I think it was twenty thousand uh, dollars, and Ruth had locked it up. To keep it away from Russ and Boyd, and they broke in and used it to buy bobcats to breed to sell as exotic pets, except they're both female. So they can't breed. And Ruth, noticing this, locks Russ and Boyd in the cage with the bobcats while she lays out her plan for eventually learning how to money launder and then killing Marty Bird. Uh, that that alone is is worth the price of admission but this is also a great beginning of the episode with the moving company where they just dump all the furniture on the lawn i do love that and this is where jonah starts taking interest in the turkey vultures you scared me holy cow you scared me oh Oh, man my heart stopped i apologize for scaring you i i hope that you're ready to give an apology for going severely past length i mean you went you went but, two minutes and um almost a one hundredth of a second <laughs> i did stop it pretty quick i, was pretty I said fast. you said stop on my last word which was vultures so i think i did okay no but normally you gotta say normally you gotta say that you're done with your time i feel like that's kind of been the implied rule right if, like if you don't say you're all done then you're not all done oh well then well then we should have two minutes and two seconds no, 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 no,
All right. Well, regardless, uh, I'm very comfortable. I, I guess that's how a teacher would like things, right? Just just pushing their their timeouts so that way they could just keep their students longer. <laughs> well, I'm very comfortable with with the time that I used on on my dripping sleep, and I'm very uncomfortable with the fact that you ranked this the ninth episode of the of the season. Oh, okay, so here, yeah, I'll play this. So you 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 highlighted two special scenes, especially uh, Ruth, yeah, shaking him down to be able to work at the dishwasher and then the whole like bank scene it's it's cute kind of like it's it's cool but i'm like eh like like yeah they get in together right and roots trying to like play marty but may, maybe it's because i've already seen the season but it's just yeah it's, it's not like it, it wasn't amazing to me and the bobcat scene i i was i was not super crazy it was just like yeah they spent the money and they did a stupid move with the money and roots still wants to kill marty uh, oh, but this is an fair. epic, stupid, stupid move. Epic. I mean, <laughs> two females, <laughs> two female bobcats. Like, where do you come up with that stuff? Like, who comes up with that plan? Let's go buy some bobcats. We got to get these bobcats. I like, feel like it's that plan because they've got fireworks as well. So I wonder if they were getting fireworks. Fireworks. Then... That's a, that's a much better plan. It's almost the Fourth of July. That's, that's what their plan is. But I wonder if while they were doing that, like they saw some guy selling bobcats, it was like, well. Oh, we have money to spare. <laughs> they picked up two bobcats. That uh, that might be. That's not, I like to measure <laughs> it that way, but now it, it's like those scenes. I I I admit that they're 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 on the better half of the episode, mm-hmm. um, but they're not that great. They're not. Oh, I I don't I, think I, super, I like well. I, don't I think I think this the foreshadowing of what Marty and Ruth are to, are to become to each other is is laid out right here i mean this is they are tied together now and and this is the point where it happens uh the bobcat thing is just i i love it because it shows you what ruth is capable of doing like she's she's capable of taking on her two you know semi-abusive uncles and locking them in a cage with bobcats actually i shouldn't say that right they're not her brothers oh i've had okay i've had big confusions here they're Cade's, that makes they're sense. Cade, they're Cade's brothers. Okay, uh, so I did you not know I that? Was, I, no, I, of course I do. Oh, okay. Uh, no, so, I didn't actually know. No way, I don't want you to actually think I knew. No, I, I just thought like she was their like baby sister or something. And then are you kidding all me? Their dads. Yeah, well, my scaredy was, ah, yeah, honestly, I thought Cade was just like <laughs> the oldest. Oh, no. <laughs> No, Kate is Kate is the oldest. He's he's the oldest of Kate, Russ, and Boyd. Okay. <laughs> so, so th- these are yeah. these are Ruth's uncles, not her brothers. Wow! Oh my God! We just went through the whole season that never came up once. Oh, oh f- fair enough, fair enough. I, I guess what really should have given that away is when we learned Ruth is nineteen. Yeah. Figuring <laughs> that away. Yeah. So, but anyway, she you know she takes on her older abusive uncles and doesn't like force them into the cage gets them to willingly go into the cage just because she said so so i i love it i I think it's spectacular so anyway uh that's good stuff we've 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 litigated uh my dripping sleep enough we can we can move on to are we have we finished number five yep oh then we're on to number four now folks i will say these these top four episodes are the same for both of us. They're just in different orders. Yeah. And only by one. So 
<laughs> There's only one swap here, so we'll yeah, we'll see how it goes. This, yeah, this is this is pretty pretty close stuff. Okay, I am ready when you are. Okay, uh, ready, spaghetti, goey. Okay, uh, my number five four uh, episode of season one of Ozark is episode five, Ruling Days, which I also give uh, a nine rating. This is a very strange opening scene. And the only real knock that I have on this episode is this opening scene, which is Mason's uh, intervention at the robber, the robbery of the convenience store. Uh, I, I, at that point, watching it for the first time, I was like, who is this guy and why do we care about him? Uh, I mean, obviously, I second watch through knew who he was, but uh, we get a lot more about uh, about Jacob and Darlene here, which is great. You know, this this is. This is the episode where uh, they're they're walking with Ash through the woods and and discussing the idea that Marty is more afraid of his employer than he is of them, and they wonder if he has a right to be. Uh, we see the poppy field that they're growing. Uh, this is also uh, the episode where Buddy takes Jonah out shooting, which is going to be a big deal later in the later in the season. Uh, so th there's all that. And by the end of this episode, Ruth has done such a good job at the strip club that Marty entrusts her as the permanent manager of the strip club uh, for $1,000 a week, which is good stuff for Ruth. Uh, and part the first step toward, I think, uh, getting Ruth to genuinely care about Marty. But uh, the, the idea of the concept of ruling days is... is an interesting one. It's, this is also where Charlotte meets Zach, I think. I'm pretty sure she meets him in this episode. So. Uh, who's a scumbag, and we'll find that out later. Anyway, I, I'm going to yield my time at this point. <laughs> oh, that's close, Mr. Sal. You, oh, no, I got it. <laughs> I don't know. I got Just all of I'm going to yield my time out before you said stop. So listen back to that one and see. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm also not saying you're right. We're gonna have to oh, I feel very comfortable with that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also, I was a little late by a few hundredths of a second. So kind of you got lucky there, but oh, okay. well, lucky, lucky me, I guess. <laughs> All right, are you ready for your number three? Four. I'm sorry. Four. four. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Okay, ready, set, go. Uh, my number four is uh, Book of Ruth. I also gave it a nine. It's the sixth episode of the season. Uh, what I will say is one negative of this episode to me is the titling of this episode, Book of Ruth. I, I just, I understand there is there is some big Ruth things that happen. Um, like, um, you know, she's trying to, uh, you know, Ruth kind of plans on how to kill uh, Marty, even like, tests it out. Uh, I think that's where we see like the mouse and she, she even tells um, Russ about it. Who goes on and tells Petty and, you know, Mr. Salme that whole point of, you know, by, by Russ telling Petty kind of ended up with Russ, the exact opposite of what he wanted to happen. Him dying and uh, Marty surviving because uh, Petty will save him. But that's great. I, this is also the episode where Rachel discovers, uh, I think Barty's cooking the books or whatever. But the, the the biggest part of this episode too that's also really unique or not unique, but just really cool. You know, great. There's two great things that happen. Here. Two great things that point out to me. 
um, the Snells kind of strong arming Marty, right? How you know he's ruining their church, uh, the, their church selling operation. Uh, and actually, I kind of this is this is the Dell eyeball one, right? Where um, Dell sets up the eyeballs. It might. Yes, be. it is. Yep. Well, okay. It is. There you go. So, so Dell sends them eyeballs, and oh, which is super cool when it pays off later in the season. But also during sex, this is I think the episode where Marty kind of makes makes it. You know, they, they they seem they seem to be um they seem to be happy that they're going to make the deadline and you know, things are looking great for them. But this this definitely um it's a weird scene where he kind of imitates Sugarwood. And also we see Charlotte's whole storyline of not wanting to be part, not wanting to be home to the Ozarks and her and her old Zach's time's up. I, there you go. I had my time. <laughs> I said, I said her yes, stuff time ended. If you, if you heard that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you did, there, you so. did not say I'm done or I yield my time, which means you went over again. What is wrong with you? Sorry. Get next it together, time, Kurt. The next, the next three will be super short. Don't worry about it. I'm going to have to find a, a new, uh, <laughs> special guest on the on the podcast thank you the recurring special guest yes <laughs> yes <laughs> but okay i'm ready to go when you're ready okay yeah i'm uh i'm set i'm good to go are you gonna start the timer <laughs> have you started the timer already i'm going is... oh are you going again you are going again aren't you yeah, yeah. well first we need the numbers set. Okay, sorry. That was the end of number of our number fours. We are on to our number three. All right, ready, set, go. Salas always trying to take my turn. Probably didn't play well as a kid, but the time is running. Nonetheless, that's fine. Nonetheless, we're on to my third ranked episode, Ruling Days. Also gave it a nine out of ten. It's the fifth episode. I think Mr. Salas, yeah, it's his fourth. And this is this is a great episode. I like it more than Book of Ruth. These are close, and I know Mr. Salas them. Well, hmm. he he has this one one notch lower, but uh, I don't think we'll argue too much on this. Definitely great episode. The whole you know what's going to happen with Bobby Dean's body now that he's on the Bird's boat docks. You know what's going to happen here. We kind of learn a bit more about Sheriff Nix and how he operates in this whole you know timeline. You know just how he goes in general. Uh, we'd see more about the Snells. That's great to hear. I agree with Mr. Sell. In terms of titles, oh, I, I, Ruling Days, it, it's a cool concept, right? And we're, we're getting ready for 4th of July. We see a bit about Ruth. Uh, now, obviously, we know by the end of the season, she saves Marty. Now, giving her this you know, full-time manager job position of the Lickety Splits obviously didn't pull her all the way because she did try to kill Marty in between here or after this happens. But I wonder... How much of that helps with them that going forward? And I think it's also the scene where Marty, or not Marty, where Ruth follows Marty and finds where he's hiding the money. And, you know, after talking with Kate, Kate's kind of telling her, yeah, just just learn how to launder money through him. And then, boom, you know, you're, you're good to go. So, uh, and at some point, he probably rushes uh, her a bit more. And there's typical petty stuff. I don't think there's anything too much on that. But it's a, it, it is a, it is a good episode. And I don't mind the Mason stuff here because Marty is trying to work Mason so he can build him a church and uh, launder some money, which I still don't understand how that works, but whatever. And there you Time's go. Up. Type. <laughs> I think that I think I got sure. it. Sure. No, yeah, you didn't. Nah, I, I'll, give, I'll give I'll give you that one. I'll give you okay. that one. 
I'll, you know, don't make it sound like you're giving it to me like I like I no I that that's I that's le- no that's leniency on my part if that's <laughs> okay excuse me <laughs> that's oh, like that's okay. like I I like to imagine you give a student like a hundred and you're like that that's leniency on my part I gave you that yeah. one. okay yeah, that's that's not that. really a hundred yeah, I mean, that's, that's the really... grade that I put yeah that's just a number I slapped on there he didn't really earn that. You, that's, that's just a leniency talk in there. You're you're lucky to get what you got. Okay. Well, anyway. It's your turn. Okay, it is. So, uh, ready, set, go. My number three episode is episode six, Book of Ruth, and it is a, a rating of nine for me. And I, I really narrow this episode down to three things that, that I love about it. First, uh, I shouldn't say I love it because they're two of the most uncomfortable sex scenes I've ever seen on television or movies. Okay. So, and this is the first point I want to talk about is that Marty and Wendy sex scene where he starts imitating Sugarwood. She recognizes that he's imitating Sugarwood and that splinters their relationship. Like nothing has before right when it was about to become right when it was healing. Uh, The second thing I want to talk about is Charlotte's story arc. Just really great. I mean, this is the best charlotte episode of the season she goes from totally rejecting the concept that she's a local to having this awful sexual experience with this predator to uh just suddenly realizing oh my god i am a local and i hate that uh great story arc for her but the best thing about this episode anything with that ladder i am down for i love everything about the ladder stuff uh the the concept of ruth about to kill marty she gets spared of killing him by petty and good thing because this is the episode where she goes and visits with wendy uh wendy takes care of her wound that she got from her abusive uncle russ uh and recognizes that this is a family like she's never had with her own family that she can be part of this family i think this is the turning point that severing of the not severing the the failed attempt at killing marty saves her and makes her officially part of this family uh i love this episode it's so good uh it would be tops if not for how good the last two are and that's all i'm gonna say stop (laughs) i'm joking there's only 154 as well okay that's all right 154 is pretty good i think that that is good that is good congratulations thank you crowning achievement thank you uh, I don't know if that was my crowning achievement, but you know, for you, yeah. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> it's all relative. <laughs> no, no. Okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, what number are we on now, Mister Sal? We're on number two. Okay, you ready to go? Uh yeah. Okay, so ready, steady, fire. So my number two episode is the season finale, episode 10, The Toll. It's a great episode. I give it a 10. Not as good as, the, as my number one, but it is, it is a fantastic episode. I do love, I really, truly love uh, the, uh, the, the stuff with, uh, actually, with Buddy. <laughs> like, uh, I, I think that the, this is so, such an important idea that Buddy has tied himself in with the birds here just like i just talked about ruth tying herself in with the birds here buddy is doing it he not only does he fire the gun that kills garcia but 
he stops Jonah from doing it. And that's a big deal. But the best thing about this episode is the everything that happens up on the Snell Crep when Dell goes up there and Marty brokers a deal between a Mexican drug cartel and a bunch of rednecks. Not the right thing to say, Dell. Dell's head is gone. <laughs> so uh, and Marty just beside himself trying to figure it out has Jacob Snell comforting. Why don't you go get yourself some frozen custard and, and we'll take, we'll clean up this mess, which is just so amazing to think that of all, all that Marty's been through with the Snells in the season, they're embracing him as one of their own. Now it's, it's a, it's an outstanding episode. I love it. I don't love Mason almost drowning the baby. <laughs> I could definitely do without that. And that may be why I knocked this episode down a peg, but that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Let's run at 149. Okay. 149. Well, I'm ready to go here. Okay. Ready, set, go. Uh, my second favorite episode for the season was also The Toll. I gave it a 10. Oh, out of 10 first 10. Very, uh, I'm in agreement with Mr. Sal here. It is a good episode. Not as good as our number one rated, which, shocker, is the same. But. <laughs> Uh, it's great, and I, I want to take a moment, right, to memorial to have a memorial for Dell, right? He was a great character. I <laughs> wish there was more of him. I respect that they killed him, but at the same time, I kind of mm-hmm. wish they didn't. He's just such a good character. Like mm-hmm. maybe they could have like mortally wounded Dell, and the Snells like captured him or something, or just something like just so he's alive. But in any case, I get it, right? Called him rednecks. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, <laughs> but you know that's great. Uh, what to do with Rachel? It's cool too. That whole Rachel stuff where she takes the money. Uh, she even has to talk to Dell for a bit. Um, she's trying to add on to what Mr. Sal said. I agree with everything Mr. Sal said. Uh, seeing the Langmores after Russ's employee. So not too much new happens with the Langmores. Uh, there's definitely a, you know much more. Um, the story's not really about them this episode. They had a lot more of their stuff last episode, but you know it. It's we see kind of the aftermath now that a uh, Russ and Boyd are no more and how this affects Wyatt and uh, three and what we're just trying to do and all those things. But yeah, it, it great seeing him, uh, buddy getting into the action. Garcia's death. Uh, and, uh, I love the, uh, the private investigator scene too. The kids and Wendy are up there and they're mm. trying to figure, you know, just, it, yeah, just, just really, it's, it, it, it's a great episode. Deser- and it's a 10. It is it is a great I, no weaknesses to me. Even that Mason scene, uh, with how weird it is, is it, I'm not saying I'm not saying oh yeah I love seeing drowning babies, but it is, it's still I mean it, it shows where he is. I guess that's what I'll say. And there you go. I had my time. Good. Oh wow. 159. That was spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> no leniency to there. No. 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 No, that, that, no leniency. That was all you. Good job. Proud of you, Kurt. That's that's when you get 100 on a test and you write no leniency required. (laughs) Exactly. That's a natural 100. Natural. That's all on you, 100 right there. That's 100 you can be Uh, proud of, not the 100 your friend already got. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the scene with the private investigator because I was thinking about that. I ran out of time, but uh, that is a really uh, spectacular scene as well. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of great scenes. Uh, Yep. All right. I'm ready for my number one. Okay. Oh, speaking. Oh, yeah. We're done with number two. I guess we're on to number one. Ready? 
Yep. Set. Go. My number one has to be Coffee Black. 10 out of 10. Uh, penultimate episode, episode number nine of the season. And it's a great episode. Uh, I, I, I want to say, right, as I'm first talking about it, let me talk. I, I Mr. Sal also has, <laughs> you can probably guess, he likes this episode a lot too. So I'll, I'll hit on some points and maybe he can hit on some others. But uh, <laughs> the the beginning scene, right? This is, those are just some good ones. Money Laundering 101 is a really good one. I love this one too with Jonah uh, getting tucked to buy him a rifle. And we kind of see where that, and I love it more when we see how it adds in when uh, Russ is going in and buying all his, you know, it's kind of funny buying all his uh, kidnapping and robbing supplies. Uh, but this is obviously the big episode where, you know, the, the questions in there, uh, probably quite a few viewers could guess, you know, Ruth has to make a decision or like, did is Ruth going to betray Russ and uh, Boyd? You know, what, what's going on? You know, you see her drive, the, the hints are there and she does. No, she, she lets her brothers, um, or not brothers, sorry. And as I know, mm-hmm. uncles fry <laughs> and ladder and to save Marty, uh, very, very sweet in one way and very sad in the other way. So it's that's great. Uh, we get to know Garcia, which actually is he, pretty cool. He's pretty, I mean, he's a cartel guy, but interesting character. Obviously, they kind of introduced him a bit more and then he gets killed off. But uh, with the arrival of, I think, uh, what, I think 50 million comes, something, a, a mm-hmm. good chunk of money comes uh, for the extra time. But yeah, it's a great episode and I'm going to, I'm going to concede my time here. 142. Okay. So I'm glad, I'm really glad you talked about uh, that opening scene uh, with Tuck and, and Jonah, because that was one of the things that I was looking at what I wanted to talk about. And I thought I was not going to be able to get to that. So I'm glad you talked about that. So I'm, I'm ready to start. Okay, ready, set, go. My number one episode of the season is episode nine, Coffee Black. And it is, I gave it a 10. I think it's easily the best episode of the season i love 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 this episode Uh, my this this to me this episode is all about russ's swan song this this is his uh final farewell uh we spend a lot of the episode with him Uh, he's he gets it is revealed to him that petty is an fbi agent who wants him in his pocket for more than one reason (laughs) we get uh, him trying to get Ruth to say something that's going to incriminate her in the trailer, which she never does, which is great stuff for Ruth, by the way. That's a, those are great scenes for her. Uh, and then again, the ladder, anything with the ladder, always going to be good to me. Uh, the, the, the idea that Ruth has chosen Marty and Wendy and the birds over her own family is something special. And that, that sets up, the rest of the series so well what makes this episode i think so amazing to me is that by the end of it i'm thinking wow even the petty stuff was good even the stuff with petty was good because this is this is pretty soul crushing that he has to tell russ that he is uh, an fbi agent and russ is now his so love this episode it's spectacular thank you ozark for making this episode and i'm done Okay, 136. Uh, I oh, wow. agree with what you said. I, I do want to add in, I was hoping you talked about this. With, um, I do well, let's like, talk about it. We can. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly the point. The funeral home. Uh, oh, stuff, yes. Right? Well, well, oh. well, first, yeah, so first we get what's it? Um, Sam demands his money. This, this kind of seems awkward, but Marty's like, you know what? We'll be nice. We'll pay for it. You know, 
and you can just give it back to us when you don't mm-hmm. get penalties to withdraw the money. Great guy, yep. Marty and Wendy. Wendy goes with Sam to make sure he, you know, make sure he doesn't overspend or anything, and kind of ends with Wendy buying the funeral home, which kind of comes into play at the final episode, but is interesting them as well. It, it, it's a great set of scenes too. Seeing, you know, Sam does well too. Uh, but yeah, every, everything yeah. great. I totally agree. By far the best um, episode of Ozark this season. So. Mm-hmm. Very excited awesome. for what's to come. But Mr. Sal. Yes, Kurt. I have a question for you, right? Yes. We, yes. we agreed that we, we would pick out our least favorite and our favorite episode mm-hmm. Yes. We did agree to that. Okay. We have not consulted on this either. Anyway, so I'm though, really, really thank you interested. Thank listening to the podcast. Uh, you can. Oh. <laughs> oh, you actually want to say them? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. So we have not consulted on our choices here. So I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. I think, and I think not... I know what you're going to choose, though. Do you really? Because I, I, I know I know you're looking in the spreadsheet and you see that I bolded four titles, but you don't know which ones I'm saying I like and which ones I'm saying I don't like. And that's four, and we only get our favorite and our least favorite. So, I mean, yeah. I guess you can eliminate you can eliminate six from both contentions. So, so 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 what 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 I can say is is I was worried that we'd have the same picks and then uh-huh. before the pod before we started recording I noted how you had two bold and surprisingly you put two more bold after I said that so something about <laughs> it makes you feel like you just put more bold because <laughs> I am competent on the two bold <laughs> uh, you know I'll I'll pretend that that um. That that's not the case. You're not trying to trick me or anything, but rather, okay. Yeah, not... uh, we'll see. Maybe I am. We'll see. Maybe you'll uh, swap last second fights. So, so here, we should we should uh, set up some ground rules here. So my thinking is because we spend a lot of time on the Ozark podcast ripping on the titles. Yes. So we we should say most of these are pretty bad titles. I, I, so no, I'm we... gonna say I'm gonna say they are all bad titles to me. Yes, I I agree. Even even the best title. That I'm that I will reveal is still a bad title. <laughs> yeah, maybe call it an average title. It's not a good title. That's what I'm gonna say. It's not no. a good title. Yeah. So, uh, so when we say our favorite title, that is not saying we like the title. It is. It is the most consistent and least liquidy um, poop of of the lot. Yes, it is. The, it is the finest <laughs> turd. Yes, the shiniest turd. Yes, exactly. So I think that we should do our favorites first because the least favorite, now that's really something special. Yeah. Yeah, so. I see what you mean. Yeah, that's almost like a picture in its own right. It might wrap around yeah. to be right. a favorite. So, so despised. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, boy, I, I'm still going back and forth i might flip at the very last second so i guess it's my turn isn't it i mean if we were laddering it yeah i guess yeah, yeah if you want to do it that way you want you want to see yours i'll see mine then i'll see mine first okay fine yeah, yeah okay. right so so i'll give my favorite first okay and then you give your favorite and then you give your least favorite i'll give my least favorite okay sound good yeah that sounds fine okay we, I'm, we're not going to time this out i don't think i think we're no, just going to talk about it yeah. so all right so my least favorite title in this Wait, season least or most favorite no sorry my most favorite sorry okay. my bad my favorite title this season ends up being one that i criticized quite a bit 
when it was happening. But then the more we looked into it, I kind of liked it. I'm going to go with Nest, Nest Box. <laughs> okay. Is that what you expected me to say? I thought it was going to be between Ruling Days and Nest Box. That is, it was between Ruling Days and Nest Box. And uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for saying we, even though you did all the, the thought process on Nest Box. <laughs> it was all you <laughs> of connecting birds, bird, nest, birds, nest, box, box. Mm-hmm. Nest Box. Ooh, like, right. So, we, <laughs> right. We had come up with the idea a nest box is like a house Again, for birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so a nest box is like a house for birds. It's like a birdhouse, basically. And this family, the main characters are the birds. And Jonah spends a lot of this episode uh, watching videos on European starlings, which are invasive species of birds. Uh, so it, it's almost as though this title is, and, and the, those videos are calling Marty, Wendy, Charlotte, Jonah, an invasive species to the Ozarks, which they seem to be. They definitely disrupted the ecosystem here. So I, I do think this is a relatively clever title. It took a lot of work to figure this out, though. So I, I, maybe maybe I shouldn't admit that. Maybe it should be should have been more obvious. But yeah, I saw it immediately. <laughs> yeah, but I do end up liking this one best of all the episode titles. All right. So that's, that's all I have to say about Nestbox. How about one. you? Uh, my favorite. Well, for Nestbox or my favorite? I mean, you can talk about Nestbox if you want, but well, I, I, I was asking. Yeah, yeah, so my fine. favorite one uh, mm-hmm. would be Ruling Days, which I don't, yeah. I don't think is so, too, too much of a shocker. It's it's the most, you know, it makes it it makes sense for, so, you know, these are the days leading up, or, you know, these are days that will influence the rest of the year with the July's mm-hmm. going on, right? It's a big matter for the business. Yep. Mari's doing whatever, so on and so forth. And it, it, the title is mentioned in the uh, episode itself, but it, it, it's mentioned in an okay way. You know, it's not like, yeah. um, you know, oh, look, we live in a nest box. In fact, it tells you what it means, or at least what um, uh, yep. Rachel's mother told her what it means. So, yeah. You know, it's it it's the best title to me of an Ozark. Well, and, and this box, it might, but it's just so vague and uh, yeah. hard to get. That probably be my second favorite. But yeah, and Ruling Days would have been my second favorite. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of on the same page here. So that's great. All right. All right. Anything else you want to say about Ruling Days or Nest Box? No. No. Okay. No, no. So you're ready to reveal. The turdiest turd of the bunch, so the least, least favorite title. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for my. Least okay, favorite go title. for it. Kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. It's just, just because if if it's what I think it means. Okay, so first of all, what does the kaleidoscope have to do with this? Never saw a kaleidoscope. <laughs> okay, we're fine. Okay, I understand. The the only way I can see it meaning anything is I think I said I did say this in kaleidoscope, much like a kaleidoscope, how you see you know, all the little light, the the little panes out or whatever glass or whatever you know you see like the crystallization whatever you want to call that right you see, you see all the cool design whatnot blah 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 it's all funky whatever have you right if they're trying to put that as a commentary on how the timeline's all funky wonky like that to me is cr- that's the worst part of, that's why this episode's so lowly rated uh, like <laughs> like that's like that's like if i'm trying to think of like something ter- just you just take the worst element of an episode and that's her title. Like, like I don't mean worse as in something bad that happens to the characters, but literally people hate it so much, and you're like, yeah, we'll just title it that. Yeah. Like, that's just terrible. 
Even it's, so, it's, so it's. I would it's rather really, just a generic title like flashbacks or memories <laughs> or literally that, that would be better yep. than Kaleidoscope because this is the only definition I see for this is them yep. hitting on the worst element of the episode. So worst, yeah, worst, worst like, episode like, title for me. Why do Why do you want to call attention to your to your worst feature? Yeah, and you know, I I get that they were probably like hoping, obviously, what they were doing. Yeah, they were trying to go for a bit of a like a gutsy move there, right? Because you know maybe there's a universe where um. Maybe they pull it off a bit better, and we're like, oh, "That was that was the best episode of the season, right?" The the, the way the timelines mm-hmm. went, you could clearly tell where you were. It was so you know so cool. You know, this, mm-hmm. this like time fluidity type of stuff, really cool. Uh, but you know, sadly, they didn't pull it off, and so they leaned into it, and sadly, it's like they leaned on like a curtain, and so they fell over, not a wall. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I I totally agree. It's a terrible title, and that. I, I did go back and forth between this title, Kaleidoscope, and the one I ultimately picked. Uh, this So Kaleidoscope <laughs> would have been my second choice. I, I, <laughs> so, I, just have to, I just have to say, uh, yeah. just so the listeners know, he had bolded ruling days in Kaleidoscope. So it's just coming into today. Were those, were those your choices? Or did you swap last second? No, I, I, no I, I literally had four bolded, and they were the four I was trying to pick between. Oh, I was trying okay, to pick yeah, between Ruling Days and Nest Box for the, my least favorite, and Kaleidoscope, and the one that's actually my least favorite, which is Coffee Black. So th- this title boggles my mind. I yeah. cannot believe they titled this episode Coffee Black. Literally, the opening scene is Wendy making coffee and giving it to Marty. And that is the only reference to coffee in the entire episode. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> this could have been a great episode. This could have been, or not episodes. I mean, it was a great episode. It's our favorite episode. Yeah. But this could have been a great title if they just referenced it again. Like, in some, uh, you know, something. Uh, you know what? You know what would have made it okay? Is if at the end of the episode, Marty made black coffee for Wendy. Yeah, like they're stressed out <laughs> about what just happened, and, and they're like, do, "Do you need anything, uh, Wendy? Uh, coffee, black." She's like, "Again, <laughs> boom, we're good." Like there, there you go. Well, right? I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I need to hear the title of the episode, but so at the end of the episode is Wendy and the kids coming home, and Marty's outside. If Marty is drinking a cup of coffee and he has poured a cup of coffee for Wendy in the hopes that you know it just that he's missing her, just out of nostalgia, and then she she comes home and he hands it to her. Oh man, that I I love this title. This would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. If they hit because... off coffee in any way, even if they did, like so many things they could have done, right? But they did nothing. Maybe we missed no. it. Maybe there was coffee, but no. I, don't, I didn't see any. I was looking for it. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I I'm mistaken. The end of this episode is not <laughs> them coming home from the private yeah, it's, eye. It's yeah, yeah. It's them coming. What's it? It's a the death of Russ and Boyd. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I guess that my point is that the. The coffee black, I assume, is like symbolic of the, I guess, peace offering or maybe an offering to open up a conversation with Marty about the fight that they had last night. Yeah, because this, this is so, right. So, so they had just had this huge fight. So maybe this is a peace offering or maybe it is an invitation to him to open up uh, a conversation so they can kind of try to get past this. But that's the only reference and it, and it doesn't do anything he, it doesn't open up a conversation uh you know they they i guess get uh you know some at least understanding they're civil to each other but 
I don't know. And th- this episode ends with with Petty shooting the TV in the bar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the season or the scene before that is oh, this would have been good. The season the scene before that was Marty going to look at his split to console Ruth after he discovers that she has she's oh. the one that she kills Russ yeah. and Boyd. If if Marty offers her coffee, if he brings her coffee, Ooh, that's good too. That would be okay. <laughs> so that I'd be like, oh, all right, this is this is something now. But no, it, literally, we see coffee, black coffee, in the very opening shot, and that is all we see of it for the whole episode. So no, I I'm not down with this title at all. Yeah, so I, I that is probably my second least favorite, and the biggest reason to that is the variance and the big potential loss on it right this could yeah. be the best title by far uh-huh. mm-hmm. but they did and i think kind of easily so like not even that hard if you titled mm-hmm. it that this makes me yeah. think that they titled these episodes as an afterthought after making the episode like oh, what do we want like all that one uh, whatever <laughs> yeah just that ruling days uh, <laughs> ruling days actually isn't too bad but like uh, let's yeah. call it kaleidoscope Sugarwood, like even the earlier ones are even like much more on the nose, like Sugarwood, Blue Cat. Yeah, <laughs> there's just actual things yeah. that go on, and then they kind of yeah. get more abstract yeah. after that. Blue, Blue Cat, by the way, is a terrible title uh, because it literally the, the only mention of that is right at the very end. He sees the Blue Cat sign. Like, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sugarwood, I thought about making that the, my favorite title, but yeah, it's Sugarwood's just so bad. boring. Like it's 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 very. It's very on the nose. It, it uh, you know exactly what it means. Yeah, it's just so like it's just so boring. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But Coffee Black could have been the the best title oh. by far. Yeah, it, it was just a simple like maybe they were just out of coffee on set or something. But you know, mm-hmm. just it's just. I think so, if Marty brings there. coffee to Ruth to console her, oh. Oh, Love that's it. easily easily the best. But even even if they went weaker yeah. with that, I think it would still could be the best. That's that's what I mean. Like the competition's not very high. So just yeah, exactly. So yeah, I would tell the, the variance on that one. Just it could yeah. have been what it could have been and what they did. Just yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I I think uh, I think I like this. I th- I like this uh, analysis of the titles in this in this recap episode of ours. So we'll we'll see if the, well let's. I'm very interested to see if we feel similarly about the titles in season two. I looked ahead at the titles in season two, and I don't think there's any way they're going to be as bad as season one. But we'll see. But I I don't remember the titles being very good in season three. So anyway, we'll see. Uh, I can tell you that the title of next week's episode, so we will be starting season two, episode one next week, and that title is Reparations. Interesting. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up here, Kurt? Nope. nope okay. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our ranking and rating, rating and review episode. And we're looking forward to getting started with season two of Ozark, where... Oh, I'm very excited because season two is the Ruth season, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's it's her first Emmy win for the, for the role, and she features heavily. Unfortunately, Mason does too. Oh well, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll get right on that next week when we cover season two, episode one, reparations.